Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, it's time for Flip and Friends. I am your host, Kendall Davis. Follow me at That's Davis, the executive producer of That Davis Show. And Flip and Friends is Ryan Bukovetsky. Did I say that right, Bukovetsky? Yeah, Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan Bisky and Ryan Bisky one Always, you can check out a Second City Sports and We Are Regal Radio as a contributor. Sydney Brown, follow him at Sid Kid 80. And last but not least, we have Jason Kessner. Follow him at JF, JF Kessner. What is it, Jason? At JF Kessner, yeah. At JF Kessner, at JF Kessner. I'm yeah. sorry. I usually don't rely on the StreamYards ads at the bottom, but, <laughs> but that point, I did go to look and it was not this one. <laughs> yeah. oh! All right. We're, we're, we're doing this through Zoom because for some reason, I have been robotic and freezing in StreamYard over the last week. Hopefully, we can get that fixed. Uh, but we're going to jump into something that's near and dear to Ryan's heart, or maybe I should say that it's as far as possible away from Ryan's heart. And that's, uh, this is from the Lily. That's uh, Justin Timberlake coming out and giving a, a bit of apology to Janet Jackson and Britney Spears. Now, if you can go back to 04, when you had the wardrobe malfunction incident, which still to me, I remember watching that Super Bowl. And I had just gotten a DVR, I think that year, perhaps around that year. And I remember thinking like, whoa, the she on a nickel ring? right and um if you can remember the fallout that jason uh justin timberlake was performing with janet jackson Uh, she brought him on uh and during the performance he a part of her garment clearly was was staged was supposed to be removed now even looking at this article i see that janet says that he's pulled off more garment than was supposed to come off now i don't know if she just wanted people to see the imprint of that nipple rank because that was a it was like the sun Everybody, it was a symbol of like the sun with like the squiggly lines going out of it and the circle part was pierced through her nipple. All right. That was a huge, it was a big right. nipple. Did she want a pasty or something? There right. It was just, thought? I don't know. I feel like it was supposed to be seen. I, I still don't understand why Janet Jackson thought that was appropriate for the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know what Penny was on that day when she was like, Shock value, baby. I know, but it was not Super Bowl and not Janet Jackson, which Les Mouves, who was at that time running Viacom, went on a, 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 a destruction spree. She was supposed to have a book come out, I believe, at that time. And at that at that point, the book was coming out through CBS. He canceled that. Uh, Janet Jackson's career, has, her career hasn't been the same since. And she, you got for anybody that doesn't know how huge Janet Jackson was, Janet Jackson was... If not, the, the she was the second biggest female pop star in the world, you could say, behind Madonna. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can look at it like that, and she's a sister. You know, she was a Jackson, so that, this is a, you're not regular black, black. <laughs> you think but it was also, Michael's idea to have the, the garment rip off? And then, and then he's going to rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Janet, listen. But, then, but even delving deeper in part of this, and it's funny because you see a lot of, in these articles about a lot of uh, young people at the time, and how Britney Spears was 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 kind of rolled, not into the incident with Janet Jackson, but we can remember when Justin Timberlake went solo, he had Cry Me a River, and someone was in there playing Britney Spears. We all know that was supposed to be Britney Spears and Cry Me a River when he goes into the shower scene or whatever, and he looks at the girl. She has a, like the, the Britney hat with the stupid dress, the, uh, the, the, the asymmetric skirt or whatever uh, back in the day. You know what they used to have on, and how Britney uh, was kind of was was kind of looked at the person that had uh, destroyed their relationship through tre- through treating through cheating, I should say. And if you could think, if I can go back, these were the rumors. All right, that that the flip. These were the rumors. 
either I think they said Ben Affleck had talked to JT and told him what the deal was. And definitely, I believe Colin Farrell, if you go back to let you know how long ago this was when Colin Farrell was popping, uh, popping enough to get Britney Spears allegedly. And Ben Affleck, Jesus. Right. And that they went back. First of all, why was they hating on this young lady if this was true? All right. Let the young lady do it. That's their business. All right. You over here kissing and telling. Listen, JT, I think you're going to be big one day, but I'm going to tell you something. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, God, that just kind of pissed me off here and that. Like, how is JT more relevant than those two? There is a problem here, folks. Well, I'm just saying, can they Ben's say he got that? his own problems? Let's just say that. Yeah, too. It kind of, listen, first, what has Colin Farrell done in the last 10 I, I years? I was also going to say, Colin Farrell, I don't think really cares that much at this point. No, but he's, a, wrong, he's an but... actual good actor. And my argument is JT is not good at anything. He's just good enough at everything. So he gets this pass. Well, welcome to the world that some of us have been living in for a long time, right? Well, <laughs> it's an injustice. That's why we bring it up on the flip. So Ryan, this is in your wheelhouse because you have you are our uh, super hate miser when it comes to Justin Timberlake. Your oh. Justin disdain surprised us; it amuses us. Uh, so where it's are you amusing. at? <laughs> where, it amuses the hell out of us. Where are you at? Yeah, I don't even know where, how it even happened. Yeah, like one day you just rolled over. He's like Justin. <laughs> 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 no, the, it was, it's been a long time that I've never really liked Justin Timberlake. <laughs> did you wait? Did you dislike him while he was a member of NSYNC? No, that's the only time I liked him actually. When he had the little stupid curl, you was feeling him, right? Okay, because that the he was in his jersey. ballpark. He was in his like range, and he was killing it. Like it's like the right fish for the right size pond. And then this jackass thought he could just do it by himself. <laughs> And decided to go into the ocean, and somehow everybody's just buying into it. And I don't get it. <laughs> he's like, like, he's just Lance not that funny. Him. Every time I see him, like, okay, yeah, like he can Come be on. funny. Come he on, can dog. be funny. Bring it on down, down to the hill, though. His SNLs. He's had some. Cla- <laughs> he's had at least three classic SNL skits. Dick in a box. All right. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the uh, the the BGS one. All right. The I'll BG's give you the one, BG's one. The BG's one. one, all right. And whenever he does the rapping all right, thing. All right, that's fine. Other people right. have classic SNLs. Like, he's funny enough. Fine, whatever. And then, like, is he that good of a dancer? We always come back to this. Mm. Yeah, right. Whatever. So we don't even need to talk he's, about that. He's better than, um. what's the kids? Justin Bieber. He's better than Justin Bieber. Sure, whatever. Who cares about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not saying much. Right. That was and the that, point. That was the you, point. <laughs> do you especially go see Justin Timberlake movies? Like, I don't get this acting thing that he. I have never seen a Justin Timberlake movie that I know of so far. Never. Neither have I. You didn't see I Bad Teacher? I... Oh. <laughs> um, may, maybe. Maybe I see. Who's the, what's the female lead in Bad Teacher? Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, yeah. Uh, maybe I've seen Bad Teacher. Maybe. All right, perhaps. But that lets you know, like, how it, it doesn't resonate. Okay. Do you remember, too, when this, like, cheating thing happened, how everybody was just like, oh, poor Justin. Oh, he got cheated on. Mm-hmm. It, like, threw his ass into stardom in the first place. The, and the sick part, too, was how these, these, it goes back to how weird that time was with, like, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Uh, Mandy Moore, uh, Jessica Simpson, and how 
uh, virginity was supposed to be something special, but you wasn't asking Justin, was he banging them or not? You know what I'm saying? How right. they were supposed to be these clean, pristine girls, but, you know, put on this skirt and do the dirty dance, Christina, because right. we got to sell these units. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, it's just a mixed bag. And it's, it's always something. Like it, 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 it makes me go back to, I, I hate to say this, I really, really do. Remember when, uh, what's her name from uh, uh, Freaky Fridays? The, the last one, Freaky Lindsay Friday. Lindsay Lohan. Okay, remember when, speaking of SNL, remember when Lindsay Lohan had hosted SNL and it was like a month before her, her 18th birthday and it was like countdown and when she turns 18, right? I mean, right. just, you know, just how, you know, it, 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 it's like old society rules as far as like when old, old ass morbid men used to come and pick at them a little teenage girl. And then we, even at that time, we were kind of still doing that sexualizing these young ladies in a way that they were too young uh, to really be sexualized. I mean, it also goes back to man. She was hot uh, for a quick sec. Who knew she was going to deteriorate the way she deteriorated? <laughs> if you could buy stock in Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> think about how bad that Lindsay Lohan stock would have went if you had it right. There. I had to check who we were talking about I'm for sorry. a second. I was like, <laughs> what is he saying? Degre- degenerated. So if you could have gotten Lindsay Lohan stock 12, 13 years ago, you would have been like, I got to make some good stock right here. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let me leave that alone. She's a safe bet. And then yeah. uh, what the last thing I think she was doing was like running a weird resort in like Athens or something. I Is think I right? saw something like that. I it was I very strange. Know. Very strange. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what the business venture is here exactly. Who's trying to screw who? But it doesn't seem like anybody's really making that work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you do a whole lot of drugs and a whole lot of drinking. And you hit the wall too. That's a bad combination. Just yeah. so. Go it's ahead, kind of man. funny you bring up... Did she fall Lindsay into the terror read thing as well? I, listen, that's like what popped in my head. Listen, when you just said the last thing I saw her do, I was going to say Sharknado, and I was like, no, that's Tara Reed. I went straight <laughs> to Tara Reed. I went straight... But listen, the thing, though. Tara Reed's stock was not what Lindsay Lohan's stock was. No, it wasn't. It was never as high. Lindsay Lohan's stock was high. All right? She yeah. had she had some stock at that point. But yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. Still, Terry right, needed that Lloyd's of yeah. London thing though, because she got screwed. It's kind of. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. Bad surgery. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. Wait, what? The surgery was it on her face or what? This is a bad. Uh, it might have been in multiple places. Although that also is like got to do your research better. Right. I'm not trying to put that on her though. Okay, Again, yeah, we don't want to. She's, don't, don't she's do an that. actress. That, sh- that should be insured. But anyway, right? Back, though. I, my uh like it's funny this relates to jt because we're kind of looking back with jt right like looking back at the incidents with britney and janet jackson and this fucking ass clown finally apologized for it. that's the other thing too <laughs> yeah, yeah we really haven't addressed that part this idiot like has been living on this double standard for so mm-hmm. long like Oh, I, I'm helpless, Justin Timberlake. I got cheated on. I didn't do anything with Janet. I have, um, my hands are clean. Like I just did the dance, and now Invited like cultural appropriation. Own. Fifteen yeah. years later, and now I'm suddenly uh, upset, and I'm going to apologize. But with like and- Lohan, and we're doing this like review. I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a Letterman interview with Lindsay Lohan, and he's basically making fun of her for going to rehab. And he what? is under fire for it. Is this on his Netflix show, you mean? No, this was back in the day, like when oh. she was first going into rehab. Oh. And it, like the, the stock was crashing. 
as Ken would say. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Wow. Interesting. And Letterman has come under fire for it. And it's you know, like we're we're kind of doing these reviews and like seeing it and be like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. Like everyone just laughing, like, oh, how many times have you been to rehab? I hope this time it works. Like stuff like that. It's just like, damn, mm. Dave, relax. Also, quick callback. Did you say it was the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake Super Bowl was 2004? Yes, I did. <sighs> yes. I guess I should know because I started getting grazed in my beard. But good God. Yes, that was that one hurts. That was 17 <laughs> years ago. Wait, 17 years ago? Yeah, 17 years yeah. ago. I'm sorry if I ever contributed to the problem. And then the, the thing on top of that is the fact was that, two, was that two years ago that he did the Super Bowl halftime show? Yes, well, and the, question the Brady, was asked, the Eagles one. You could just yeah. say it. Mm-hmm. That was it's in always, Minneapolis. Yeah. Always a Brady huh. one. You just yeah, Brady's right. gonna be there, and <laughs> it didn't matter. Yeah, that didn't help me place it at all. That it was two years ago. Which Eagles? Which also, Eagles one? <laughs> also, it, that Super Bowl performance feels longer ago. It does. Not longer ago than the Janet Jackson Justin Blake one. Obviously, that doesn't feel like it should be seventeen years. But that two years ago one in Minneapolis feels like it should be at least five years ago. And that Am one, am I crazy? No, it, it totally does, Jason. It feels like why it's it feels years. longer is because it's one of the all-time worst Super Bowl halftime performances. He owns that record. We don't talk about that one either. Where do you rank the weekends from this past week? I, I wasn't like super into it, but I thought it was fine. Like it was much better than that <laughs> Justin Timberlake's one, if that's what the standard is. I will say this: you're watching that. My roommate looked at me at one point and he goes, "Why aren't they using any part of the field?" And I go, "I mean." That's a lot of people to move that staging around like we usually do. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, right. I, I, but I will defend the weekend one for, for the gif and meme factor alone. That oh. whole thing where he's like all spazzing out in that yeah. hallway. Yeah, no, like, hallway that's one. good shit. They had, like, was, I've seen a good Joker one. I've seen, I've seen a yeah. few said like Ryan Pace looking for a QB. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one's on the gummy. I saw a couple of good ones. But all right, listen, one of the things we're just talking about JT, talking about Lindsay Lohan, talking about child actors, this is from Yahoo Entertainment. Uh, it's fair to say that Jaleel White is literal child of Hollywood. Born in Culver City, California in 1976. A white guy to act in uh, trade at the age of three and grew up in front of the camera, appearing in commercials, TV shows, and feature films uh, in a career that spanned four, four decades and counting. At the height of his fame in the 1990s, he was one of the biggest stars on the network television, thanks to his breakout performance as Steve Urkel on the hit ABC sitcom Family Matters. Despite his importance to that show, the network and the industry at large, White says uh, that he was always aware that Hollywood treated him differently than other uh, successful and white child actors like Wonder Year star uh, Fred Savage or Blossom's Mayan Balik. Uh, he's like, Savage! You know, he's on. It's on, yeah. Did you notice? I don't know if you know, since you love It's Always Sunny, he's like a major director in that show. Really? Yeah, he directs like a, a ton of episodes. No, that makes it, I put, so put some respect on his name. Uh, I'm going to say something about him real quick after I finish this. Um, you were made to feel African-American, uh, White Tales, the entertainment, uh, entertainment now. Fred Savage was always invited to the Emmys. He was always treated like a darling uh, during this time. I was never invited to the Emmys, even to present. I was pretty much told that I would be wasting my time to even submit myself for no, for nomination. Um, this is crazy. I remember Can't even present. That's it. That's yeah. And look, I remember Fred Savage being at the Emmys back in those days. I used to love the Wonder Years. All right, I almost sung the theme song on the jam, but that morning my voice was so hoarse that would have that would have been a gift. Right on your ass <laughs> if I would have tried, right? 
I mean, it was just like, you should have done it. I was like, no, I could, like, I was too early. Like, my, like it takes a minute for my vocal cords to warm up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, in the morning, my my voice is, is raspy as you know what. Sydney, correct me. Uh, who's the name? Was it Carl Lewis singing the national anthem? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. It was Carl Lewis. He was um, a national joke afterwards. <laughs> But uh, I remember as a kid that uh, in Saturday mornings, they used to have these like celebrity basketball games and Magic Johnson would be there and Jaleel White was always on the court, right? And it'd be like, you know, you see Magic doing the magic tricks or whatever. But uh, I, it's just funny. I always love uh, some Fred Savage. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You, when you're saying directing, you mean Fred Savage directs the Always Sunny. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I thought you meant Jaleel that. White. Yeah, I know. I know That's Fred what Savage. I thought too. And I was like, I never know. I was like, I know Jaleel I White was out there directing Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've probably seen Fred. I know Fred Savage has done a lot of directing, uh, to say the least. Uh, listen, I think it's I think it's messed up, especially because one thing I didn't put together. Um, outside, wait, we're talking about now. Maya Bialik Blossom was on NBC. All right, so I'm gonna I'm take that kind of away. I'm not even about to talk about six. Whoa! <laughs> I'm about to talk about six. All right. I was waiting for the name. I was like, "What is that odd uh, name?" Sure. Yeah, Joey Lawrence too. Oh it was, yeah, it was six. That was the name. It was. It was I know Sydney knows. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> she looked even better on the Parkers years later, but that's a whole nother show. I didn't like six on the Parkers. <laughs> really. Well, see, I didn't like the part. I wasn't a big Parker's fan, one. right? But I didn't know because it, it wasn't the same. It wasn't it, the novelty factor had worn off at that time to me to a certain. I, you know what? I wanted to rescue Six from the Parker's. To be honest, with you. <laughs> I don't know, sister. You need to be around here. Come on. <laughs> I love but, um, how you thought you could just slide a blossom in there without a Six conversation coming. I, I would try to. I tried to. <laughs> But we see that you're always going to go to six now. But listen, the reason I'm bringing that up is um, six being on, I mean, Blossom being on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> Coming, the lead into that show was The Fresh Prince. So that's why, for instance, a lot of us brothers know Blossom and watch Blossom because no it six. came on. Yeah. It came on because for, we, watched, we kept watching after six The Fresh at Prince. Six. Also, we feel like sometimes we want to watch Monday Night Football to put on who the game was. Um, and as a kid, a lot of time Monday Night Football was born. I don't care if you like football or not. I love football. Um, Give that still, six. Getting back to ABC though, in the Wonder Years and the, the submissions, you look. I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot of years where I, because I watched Wonder Years, I, I still watched it, but it wasn't like the the, uh, the 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 ratings beast that it was in its initial two or three seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but while Family Matters, is, you got to look at where Family Matters was before Steve Urkel got on there. It was straight. You could almost say, well, definitely Full House. Full House and Family Matters created TGIF, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But looking at how important uh, Jaleel White was for TGIF, you know, like, dude, it, it, he was somebody who was supposed to appear on the show like once or twice and ended up they had to basically star that he became the star of the effing show. All right? Like, that, it, he, he was huge, huge. And the fact that you have a, a guy that, yeah, he's the star of the Wonder Years, you know what I'm saying? But even him being the star of the Wonder Years wasn't where culturally what Urkel was. You know, like Urkel was huge at the time. And the fact that he was bringing in so much money for ABC and they didn't submit him is just, it's a travesty to say the least. Also, that's my memory. Oh, go ahead, Sid. Okay, I just want to uh, um, bring in this aspect that no one's talking about to piggyback off your point, Kit. Ken, even though this Family Matters was a uh, family TV sitcom, 
Urkel played the opposite of a stereotypical black teenage character. Mm -hmm. He was basically a nerd that made everybody laugh and people laughed at him. He wasn't your thug, down, pants, dragon, smoking weed, drinking, cursing everybody out. He was the opposite of that and became very popular. <laughs> when were they doing that in the early 90s? We weren't, I don't even think the crowd was watching out. The Wire and then going to <laughs> family. <laughs> watching the future, like what? We that? already mentioned Fresh Prince. You could have just said he was the anti, like. Right, I gotta watch Oz before. What that mean? Will Smith wasn't he smoking wasn't cool. weed. No, yeah. no, 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 but he could have gone that I'm not route. Saying, not the other way. Like, like, what the hell, Sid? <laughs> I don't agree with everything either one of y'all just said. Um, as far what? as the, the Fresh Prince being about, the, the Fresh Prince was, I know you're saying he was no. cool. Wholesome, right. But they both were wholesome. They were you know both wholesome. Yeah. They were both wholesome. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Re refresh my memory, though, about this. How many seasons before the Urkel character gets introduced? Maybe one, maybe one. Two, I would say one or two. It could be two. It could most. It could be two. But I would say I would cap it at two because remember, but now, it did come quickly though. If we're gonna dig deeper into this now, the show's a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. The mother used to work in the uh, <laughs> used to control the elevator. Did they work in the Tribune building? Was it the Tribune? But I can't remember what building they worked in. But they worked in the mailroom, I believe. But the mother used to operate, for anybody that didn't know, used to have people that operated the elevator when you got on it back in the days, all right? And you tell them what floor you wanted to go to. Their mother was in, did that, and then they gave her a spinoff, both shows being in Chicago, to where her and her husband, who was a cop, and their family, his mother, her sister, I believe it was her sister uh, that was on there. Yeah, uh, it was her and, sister. And then, you know, during that, they brought in Urkel, and he, he just took off. They had to just, they had to make it the Steve Urkel show. They said, listen, they had to make the Steve Urkel show so much, they sent one of their daughters upstairs and she never came back downstairs. <laughs> yep. And she got into the porn money. afterwards. <laughs> she did. That's how bad it got. Urkel drove me yep. into sucking dicks. <laughs> She's like, take this Cosby show, I'll do you one better. <laughs> what was her that name? NC-17 Triple X. Was it Judy? <laughs> What was the girl's name, Sid? Was it Judy? I think so. Don't okay. call me about They believe her okay. name on the okay. show well, was. Judy, Judy went upstairs one day, and all of a sudden, yep. they only had two kids, and they had the little nephew or whatever. He was going to take over her responsibilities as being the child mm -hmm. actor on that show. Go Perfect ahead. example for this, though, the difference between, because I, I will say this. They didn't set up child stars for success after anyway, right? Like... They did get other chances. Perfect example to illustrate the double standard, since this is the episode of Double Standards, between Fred, <laughs> between Fred Savage and Jalil White is, up until very recently, Fred Savage has been the voice of Honda. Mm. Jalil White has been the voice of nothing. Like, there's say. career opportunities just because he's Fred goddamn Savage. Hey. And so Urkel was bigger, like you said. And listen, it's so many career opportunities. He got his, he, he basically, because of his name, his little brother got a show. Yeah, and, no, I was yeah. thinking of that mm -hmm. too, because Boy Meets World was as important to my life as was and Wonder I, Years. I, I, I enjoy both shows, and I raised you six, I raised six over with a Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a question. <laughs> Damn, I've never seen them do that before. I've never seen them. Sis camera's about to go off. Sis camera's about to go off. That's it. This show's a wrap. 
I don't know, Ryan, how you're going to dig that out of this show, but you got to dig that out of this show right there. That's it. That's it right there. Hey, it's Pagan. Pagan boy. Uh, Boy? (laughs) Transitioning into uh, something more serious. This is a rough rough switch. It's out of Yahoo Life. Uh, With Black History Month underway. Some educators are challenging the way that Black history is currently handled in the public education system. Erica Buddington, founder and chief executive of an Office of a Curriculum consultant for the firm Langston League, uh, for example, believes their approach is contrary to how Carter G. Wilson, the father of Black History uh, Month, intended it. While Black history is an American history, it is still being taught in a very supplemental way. Uh, it is disgusting for Black history to be dwindled down to clubs, posters, quotes, and random misrepresentations. But this is where most of our schools are today. Woodson, a black writer and historian, wanted black history to be taught through a nuanced and historically accurate narratives to allow our children to fully understand the diaspora. But it's in a former middle school uh, educator explained. According to uh, Jesse uh, Hagelpian, a teacher of ethnic studies at the Seattle Garfield High School and organizer for the Zen uh, Education Project, most, if, uh, most of it is reduced to enslavement of black people. Students learn black people were oppressed but they really learn about the immense contributions black people have made to the science, mathematics, technology, and the investments of American democracy, democracy through black collective struggles. Oh, I agree. I mean, um, I think you see that a lot of times when you see a lot of black people say they're tired of seeing slave movies. You never see movies about uh, black people. I mean, well, you, you did see, um, what was the uh, Hidden Figures? We saw something, we saw that, you know what I'm saying? But rarely do we see the contributions if, and that's for the times where the contributions are at least admittedly come from a black person from the times we see before a black person did it, but someone else basically stole it or and said that they did it. But yeah, we, we definitely don't have a nuanced view of black history. I do feel like perhaps uh, with what took place last summer with Juneteenth, uh, getting a lot more uh, coming to life for a lot of people that didn't perhaps know that we perhaps are entering an era where we can change black history, but I, and, and, and I could be wrong, but, particularly right now because we're not in school school. Uh, I wonder if we weren't going through the pandemic, uh, would there have been some substantive changes to black history? I'm sure some teachers would uh, take it more serious, even though we see, I think it's, I don't know what state it was. I don't know if it was Wisconsin or something the other day. I see some parents, they they can opt out of black history. I, I saw something on, uh, I forgot what it was. I didn't click it because it was just so foolish or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. Black history, it, a lot of times comes down to uh, Martin Luther King, I Had a Dream, and Slaves Being Freed by Lincoln. You know what, Ken, and I'm, I want to echo your point. I'm, I'm kind of with you on this. There needs to be balance in everything. It, going to entertainment first, you know, everybody talk about slave movies, slave movies, this and that, and the third. Okay, yes, our ancestors were slaves, but like you said, we made contributions, not just in the entertainment and political field, but other fields as well, you know, inventing uh, things and creating things that we still use today in our society. And on the flip side, as far as schools are concerned, I've been out of black history, are you kidding me? We learned about all other cultures history in which we should, but black history is American history. This should be mandatory too. Maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way. No, 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 you're not. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be funny, but you know, our history still being stumped on by people who don't want to know or don't understand that it just doesn't make any sense to me your point i this kind of comes off of this i saw this two days ago i think um 
too controversial to teach about Malcolm X. And uh, it just so happened that one of the students in the class had a PhD history professor for a parent. And she's like, mm, this teacher's gonna hear about this. Because Ooh. again, the parents were trying to opt out of it. And they're like, no, there should be a way to talk about this. I don't know, right. what do you guys think about that? Because again, that's a little bit more than the MLK, Birmingham well, jail pro- kind of well, see, this is the black history. I, I remember growing up here in uh, Mike North on the score. Right now you have a movie out called Judas and the Messiah about Fred Hampton, uh, basically his, his assassination by the Chicago police officer, uh, by the Chicago Police Department, of course, the, the CIA and uh, w- was involved in it. All right. And I remember hearing uh, when Fred Hampton got like a street name after him and Mike North was on the score talking about his cop killer. He has a street name after him. And I always find it funny that revolution is revolution through your eyes. You know, it's not revolution through the fact that people have to revolt because they're put in a situation. When 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 uh, when people came here, contempt to America and decided they didn't want to pay the king his taxes any damn more, they were getting too high. They didn't want a representation. They desired to revolt because they thought it was unfair. It was unfair. Uh, it was unfair to them not to be duly represented. And you look at through the same vein with Malcolm X. I mean, why is it that with a black person? It's always oh he's evil when that person is fighting to get his his people there just due. You know, but anybody else, when we go put on Braveheart, that shit is admirable, right? Braveheart was out there killing motherfuckers, right? Chopping them That's up. That's your and problem. Shit. You got to get Mel Gibson. <laughs> or let's it. make right. an even more contemporary <laughs> example. Remember Eamon Bundy? People celebrate him. I would say he's far more controversial and less substantial, uh, substantial in terms of his ph- philosophical backing than Malcolm X is. Ooh, no, I don't, I'm, who's Eamon Bundy? Real quick, tell Braveheart. He's down. the militiaman, the, the rancher. Who, oh, the one that was out there and uh, yeah. like, yeah, that wanted it to be able to still use the government's land or something. And he just popped back up in the news this week too. Of course he did because it's 2021 and we have crazy people. All right. But yeah. So continue no. with, did you write something? You, what are you about to say, Jason? I was just going to say, and it's again, not to hijack the Black History Month thing, but it's it, again, you uh, talking about double standards. It's like, it's, it's the frame and the lens with which you put it through. Like what really is oppression and what really is, uh, you know, privilege. Uh, there's still a lot of people that have a hard time even listening to those words. Facts. But, uh, yeah. and speaking, just don't even get the, uh, let's choose what history, like. Yeah. <laughs> you're, it's the story of us. You need to listen to all of it. Well, speaking of privilege, he's from the Chicago Tribune. Jacksonville's Jaguars and in battle strength coach Chris Doyle parted ways Friday night, a few hours after the respected diversity group blasted the team and called the recent hiring simply unaccessible. Coach Urban Meyer and general manager Trent Bout uh, said Doyle resigned and they accepted it. Chris did not want it to be a distraction and, uh, uh, to what we're doing in this building. Uh, Meyer and Bulk said in a statement, uh, we are responsible for all aspects of our program. And in retrospect, we should have given greater consideration to how this appointment may have affected all involved. We wish him the best as he moves forward. Put it in the washing machine and spin it, baby. Yeah. Spin. F- listen, Urban Meyer, from the bottom of my heart, fuck you. All right? Like, fuck you for real. You decided <laughs> with this gr- in this grown man fraternity that you was going to bring in this racist strength coach. Enough allegations have been said, regardless of you knowing him for 20 years, that why would you stick your neck out? And you just got in trouble for sticking your neck out for somebody abusing his wife at Ohio State. And then in Florida, you had murderers running around rampant down the school. But you're going to sit here and say, just because you know him, 
fuck these players here, majority of them being black. All right, uh, this is what I need to do because I trust. No, I get this point. I'm trying to win. I trust he can get this done. That's too many strength and conditioning coaches for you, the motherfucker set, 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 set a president of putting this racist fuck and have to work closely with those black players. Knowing how many of these players know somebody that probably went to Missouri, all right, their cousins or somebody else, their, their cousins' friends or somebody that knows what those players went through. And you had to nerve with your motherfucking first ass head coaching in the NFL to try to pull this bullshit off? Man, get the fuck out of my face. That's just my feelings about it in general. Well, you know, it's like, that's, that's what privilege is right there. Like, Urban Meyer, I, I like there's no way you couldn't know that this would happen i even sent this in the group chat when it was posted like there are so many people you can get for that job that that is not a job where you have to get the best of the best and there's only a few and chris doyle happens to be one of those guys that's not that's not a thing like you could get anybody and to just think like while you're putting together the staff there has to be a little bit of hey is this guy going to fit? Am I going to get any blowback for this or for that? Like, there's always a checker on something like that. And for them to just miss that and him to just hire him, probably he didn't even have a checker. He's just like, I want my guy. And that's the problem. Like, complete unawareness of what you're doing. Like, it's just a horrible representation. And now you're going to put like this, oh, we didn't know. Oh, he's resigning. He doesn't want to be a distraction. It's like, no, we messed up big time. And it's because you're an idiot. Yeah, you clearly didn't vet that because the first thing that comes up on that guy is the allegations. Mm -hmm. So that's literally just you being obstinate when you're already a guy who's had too many chances when it's Urban Meyer. I will say this. I did read up. There is one possible silver lining from the Jags being Jags about this. Iowa, and again, state universities, so it's state taxpayers' money. When they settled out, this guy, he was the highest paid strength coach in NCAA, 800000 a year. They owed him 15 months pay, over $1.1 million until he found another job. Fingers crossed this counts, boys. <laughs> Maybe that was Urban's plan Fingers the crossed. whole time. I just oh, yeah. screw this guy out of money. <laughs> now, if they're really trying to spin it, that's what he would have come out and said. Right. That they got called with their pants spin. down, guys. Been creative. <laughs> oh, herbs on our side. Okay. Okay. Slide it's out. the butterfly meme, everybody. <laughs> Is that social justice warrior? <laughs> of course it. I'm not saying that people don't deserve a second chance, but Jason brought up my next point. Uh, Doyle didn't even get punched for what he did at Iowa. He took a $1.5 million uh, uh, settlement because he, quote, unquote, resigned. He's now removed from it, uh, far enough to get a, a, a high position in a college game or in the program. Jacksonville tried to sneak this in like people were, were going to forget about it. This happened over the summer, especially in the climate that we're in right now. People are not going to forget. It's something called the Internet, folks. People yeah. dig up dirt on folks all the time. If, if the Jaguars didn't think that people weren't going to find out, they're sadly mistaken. And I'm glad they got caught with their pants down. Moving on, keeping with uh, racism and hate. It's one of those shows that we're having today. Uh, which is happy funny. Happy month, Ken. Happy month, right? They wait till it's blackish, wait till blackish month goes on. They're gonna let this loose. All right. This is uh from ABC Seven. Uh during the first bachelor, uh the first bachelor season over the uh, feature of black man as his lead front runner. Wait, during the first bachelor season, I'm sorry, ever to feature a black man as his lead, 
Frontrunner Rachel Kirkconnell is apologizing for her racist actions and holding herself accountable. Kirkconnell posted an apology on Instagram Thursday night after recently uncovered racially insensitive social media posts surfaced, which include her attending uh, uh, what they deem a, a plantation-themed fraternity party, which I will say antebellum uh, fraternity party, yes. and liking the Confederate flag uh, in, in, in TikTok posts. She said, at one point, I didn't recognize how offensive and racist my actions were, but that doesn't excuse them. And I, I, I was ignorant, but my ignorance was racist. Uh, the, whoever wrote this for her did a phenomenal job. Uh, the first bachelor, the, the former bachelorette, uh, Rachel Lindsay, is responding, saying, an apology is just a little step in the right direction. All right, Kakano first found herself in hot water after TikTok, after TikTok went viral, claiming to show her liking posts with the Confederate flag and even sharing a, a now this is funny because I want to ask you this, Jason, because you said it this way, a QAnon, but last week or the week before you said QAnon. So are you you're a QAnon person or are you a QAnon person? I don't know. I think it might migrate. What I don't give it enough respect to pronounce okay. it correctly, apparently. We'll call it QAnon then out of disrespect. <laughs> uh, QAnon uh, conspiracy theories. So, all right, this is, this is, this is, uh, and I originally talking to this, I'm like, all right, clearly, you know, this happened like six years ago or whatever. And it's funny because how my, my, whatever's going on with my camera, I'm ahead of what I'm saying. So it's funny looking at my mouth talk because it's not syncing up. With, uh, I'm in the future. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Who's going to win the, the lottery? Give me the numbers. <laughs> <Quick>. <laughs> Don't give the book to Biff, but um, oh boy. so so look, I'm thinking we just lost shit. our millennials. Or the, the, I know, right? <laughs> you better know yeah. Back to the Future, regardless. Like? Enough was you better always know Back to the Future. All right, um, I'm thinking this shit took place maybe six years ago, and I, I'm again, Ryan said, you know, she she's 24, she just got off of college. Listen, 2018 is close as fuck to be throwing racist ass fraternity theme parties. All right, what college, do we know what college this this was took place at? I gotta know no. the college where this took place at at one point, because I got a feeling, well, it doesn't matter. Could happen anywhere around America. I can't even put it on the South. Sewanee, College of the South. That's a strong candidate, not to defame them, but it's in the name, guys. Got <laughs> we gotta uh, figure out the fraternity more than the school. Oh, well, so, uh, and it's, it's funny when we were first doing this, and I'm like, all she did was went to a plantation. And because I'm like, I don't think that's racist going to a plantation. Because I, I mean, mean there, are, there is a social justice commentary about people throwing weddings. At, exactly, at I was going to say, is that okay? But that's different than what's happening here. Well, what is it okay? Like, if she just went there and had a party, and it <laughs> wasn't like antebellum theme, but they just yeah. like partied at a plantation, that's fine. I mean, if the plantation is still holding those type of, it's still a, a banquet hall. Um, okay. I mean, I, I I could get what you're saying. Well, we should you should abandon the plantation, but if it's a banquet hall, it's whatever. Now, the story I was gonna bring up is when you when you first sit, and I'm like, she just went to a plantation, uh, or they had a party at a plantation. Let me say this: was I remember um, first time I went to go visit Afton and Spelman, that um, we went to we were at Stone Mountain, all right, where the Klan had put put a, a like a, what a burnt a cross put a, flamed it up and put a, a burning cross on Stone Mountain at one point. Um, we went to Stone Mountain, and I remember before I get to this part, we were coming down after we left, and uh, it was this guy, and it was like this little brush, and he was standing in the middle, his brush on the side, and he had on like a rain slicker, and it seemed like it was a pond behind him, and he looked just like the guy from I Knew What You Did Last Summer, and we was like, oh, shit. Anyway, 
So we, we were in the car though, we were in the car. So anyway, we went to this plantation, uh, but the plantation was like, um, supposed to be like an educational experience, right? This is what we thought, all right? So we get there, I got on like a hoodie, uh, uh, mind you, I usually, no, at, at the point in my life, I wore uh, baseball caps from other teams. I had a Milwaukee Brewers cap. I had a, it was ill. I had a, 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 a Toronto Blue Jays cap. But at this point, I had this gray Yankees cap, right? All gray. Oh, and, damn, um, and you're in the <laughs> South, the Yankees from the North. <laughs> but it so, goes both ways there, though, because it's the coloration for the other side, but it's right, the Yankees right, right. mascot. So we get there, and the um, the head lady at a house or whatever, you know, she's this white lady dressed up in this antebellum style outfit, and she's telling us about the good way, right? And I mean, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And she looks at my cap and she's talking, she says something as far as like, you know, those Yankees, right? And I'm like, what the fuck, right? Like, what the hell did you bring me to, right? I thought this was gonna be like an educational experience. Yeah, here's some we didn't know. It's like, get out. Right, it's, <laughs> listen, it's, no, it's, it's closer actually to the last movie. Uh, what was the movie I was talking about? Uh, um, yeah, what Antebellum. It's it was, no, this is Antebellum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Antebellum. <laughs> Speaking of Antebellum, and this is Antebellum, right? So the lady sitting there, we're standing outside of the house. She's like, oh, yeah, something the good way, the Southern way. So I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, right? Like, I, I didn't know we was going to reenactments, and they really felt this shit, right? So we walking through the place. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking through the different houses, you know, like at the different quarters or whatever. And we enter this house. And, like, they would have, like, a railing so, you know, you didn't jump into the exhibit or whatever like that. So we enter this house and it's a, a sister with braids poking outside of her head. And I believe on the other side, it was a brother. And she like, now mind you, we already like, what the fuck is this, right? So you know, you enter this funny when we're talking about get out of Antebellum. You into this room, you think we gonna like have, you know how black people are, we gonna have a meeting of the minds. Like, you know what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so we, we get to this room and the, the sister's like, oh my God. It's so good to see some of us here finally, right? And we like, okay. And, but she, yeah, but she still was like, she still was kind of like everything was okay. <laughs> yeah. We was just like, this shit is mad creepy. We got to get the fuck up out of it. That's why we hate since this motherfucker got the wow. fuck up out of it. She wasn't like, this shit is fucked up. She was like, it's good. It's nice that our people are here. And I was like, what the, what the fuck is you doing here? Please, <laughs> I need help. Right, so that was so again. That went to when when Ryan, you said the story. We were just discussing it uh, before we came back in. Uh, how initially I'm like, she just went to a plantation because I guess I should, too should be in trouble for going to. Listen, I should be in more trouble for what took place at the plantation. <laughs> I don't know. Yours seemed like good old white educational glorification <laughs> plantation, <laughs> which I didn't know. Go ahead, go ahead, Ken. For, to throw it back to what we were talking about before, you know, for the families that opt out of Black History Month, they have to go to that plantation. <laughs> good, good call, Jason. And that's how we get to where we are today. Were you just yes. having like flashbacks of that while watching Get Out? Like, and, and, and look, the plantation. Fun. Actually, let me let me say this too. The plantation was moved to this place, just to be specific. 
it yeah, wasn't underground this, where the-, <laughs> <laughs> the plantation was rebuilt where it was at when we went to go uh to visit it wasn't that it initially was there uh right off of stone mountain or whatever but it was it was it was wild as shit but getting back to her sydney how do you feel knowing wait, that one day wait, one quick thing Go so ahead. that was a plantation that transitioned to like a clan sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know they had a couple meetings there. At, um, the MAGA ghosts that live right, on that just, ooh, <laughs> No witnesses. Look at these blacks coming on our plantation. Take them. Uh, <laughs> uh, the hair dye sweat that must be there. They're just mind. running down. The Sydney Brown. How do you feel knowing? That you one day will be on The Bachelor <laughs> and, and that you have contestants. Sydney, how are you going to handle when you're the the, the, the bachelor? If yeah, one when you have a racist kids, white woman. Yeah, if you have a racist white woman as a contestant, how would you handle this? How are you going to handle this in the future? I'd love to take you to an antebellum party, baby. <laughs> <laughs> She's the right no, Sydney. I know you like Right there, and she won't come back. <laughs> All right, all right. Sydney's even like, if, I got, I got even set, if, uh, tw- even if ten she, dollars. Listen, I'll go. Even if she looked like Topanga, even if she looked like Topanga, see it. Uh, you, six like and so, Topanga we, combined. <laughs> nah, you don't. You don't. You don't combine Topanga with nothing. You live Topanga. <laughs> you know. Oh ahead, yeah, we all. You know, we all said and, and did some stupid stuff. Okay, but this is on a whole nother level. And I'm not saying that people cannot change, but. If that stuff is still resonates in your system, in your DNA, no thank you. You, you out the door. Did I she not you. know that the Bachelor contestant was going to be black or something? Like, did she sign up? Was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> got me. You got me. <laughs> one time? Come on. I wonder, though. I wonder, honest question, did anybody drop out? Mm, that's a good one, Jason. That's a real I don't think so. Yeah, you're thirsty to get on the bachelor. I don't think you're turning it down. Also, you people are gonna find that out in 2021. Like, right. oh, like, oh, that she said that was too much. Down the bachelor. She made my dress is fabulous in that picture. <laughs> right after I got kicked off the Mandalorian, I got kicked off the Bachelor too. <laughs> <laughs> They're controlling us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Last one. This is out of the Tribune last week. Uh, federal officers seized nearly $100,000 worth of erect out dysfunctional pills Thursday morning uh, from a man who flew into Chicago O'Hare Airport uh, from India. U.S. Customs and Border Protection oh, officials baby. said Friday. The man was on his way to Savannah, Georgia uh, from a trip to India when officers at O'Hare found eight black and white uh, boxes of pills in his luggage said uh, Stephen uh, Bainbach, a spokesperson for the agency's Chicago field office. Inside were 3,200 red tablets uh, of Viagra and erectile dysfunction medication with active ingredients similar to Viagra. No, Vigor, I'm sorry, Vigor. When I see V-I-G, I actually, I mean V-I-A, I actually went there, but I want to Vigor. So he had gas station quality Viagra. He's about to go kill some motherfuckers. He's about to blow some hearts out. I was going to say, I've been to Savannah, Georgia. Not where I'm taking a hundred thousand. That's in Viagra pills. All right, I plan on retiring. I plan on retiring in my life in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, that's a great place to retire. Not a yeah. great place to bring a lot of bonus. You don't bet. You don't hey, bet. he just said he's retiring there. So do you do the math? He's not the only uh, one to think of that thought. 
All right, so the active ingredient similar to Viagra worth an estimated $96,000, really $97,000 if I round up, according to the news release. The man declared that he had some merchandise when he arrived at customs. Sometimes travelers must pay duties and what they bring across international borders. So he sent to, he sent to a secondary inspection. Uh, the officer checked his bags and found a box of pills. When officers asked why he had the pills, the man stated they were for his friends and claimed that they are over-the-counter medications in India. Again, I told you he got them gas station pills. Customs and Border Protections uh, will not pursue any fines or charges. I think any man carrying that much explosive heart pills needs to get some type of. Re- uh, 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 they really just think he was just like, oh, I just right. I'm just taking the counter. Like, listen, it's first of all, in right. listen, <laughs> two, two things, two things. One, you selling these bitches illegally, right? And you bringing these shits from India, which you don't even have an FDA approved. We don't know what the fuck is in these shits, right? I mean, how big is this luggage with a hundred thousand dollars worth? Right and. Where are these little girls that y'all holding? Because I don't know who these 32,000, I mean, 3,200 fucking Viagra pills. We need to go investigate. What orgy is taking place? Like, you need to, the, the right then, the feds need to follow this motherfucker for a couple months. Especially in Savannah, exactly, exactly. See, that's the key right there. <laughs> On the plantation. I've been to strip clubs in Savannah, Georgia. There ain't nothing there. Wait, you've been to strip clubs in Savannah, Georgia? So, okay, well, let's. <laughs> strip club aficionado. Right. What's going? What's going? What? What? What type of was? What type of strip club was this? What was? Was it mixed strip club or was it all white girls? Both of them were mixed. And it was a bad strip club because I've been to Atlanta strip. No, club. one was good. One was not good. <laughs> <laughs> say, what, say that again. I'm sorry. One was good. One was not good. Uh, well, tell us about the one that wasn't good first. Well, that's where I'm thinking you're bringing $100,000 in boner pills. And that place, I mean, you basically go down a dirt road for a while and then you turn into it. All gravel roads, so you just feel nice and safe in this developed area. And then just totally dirty, disgusting, like just the classic like strip club that's not high end. Was it a strip club or was it a brothel? No, it was a strip club. Okay, sounds. It was brothel. a level above brothel. <laughs> yeah, that's so far out of the what way. What was it? I think that might be a brothel. Yeah, what was, was it? Arnie's? Arnie's. Arnie's was. It's a above Arnie's. It's above Arnie's. All right. So it's I like, go past the fork in the road and then take a jog around the uh, uh, the U Street. Think of Arnie's with there. some southern yeah, hospitality, and that's uh, what you get there. I remember being at a party down in Carbondale. I don't know. We weren't in Carbondale anymore. And I remember we drove someplace and we ended up on some dirt road and it was like a big, I mean, it might've been a club or a house and like on one floor, cause it was like a black party. One floor was like the, the you know, black people, the dancing and whatever, having a party. And then you went up these steps and it was like a whole different world where it was like some like low budget white strip club. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? And the lights were low as fuck and it felt unsafe. Uh, Wait, like an actual <laughs> strip club or just like I don't know, man. a party? Well, he didn't it was stick like around party. long enough to figure yeah, it out. I don't. I seen one okay. girl in there. It's like some white lingeries, and uh, it was just it just seemed like not the spot for a young brother. Lingeries? Do lingeries wear dungarees? Like yeah, they just said, <laughs> I imagine like a smoky room with like it was purple lighting. It was smoky. It's like the the smoke caressing your face. Trying to <laughs> your face. In, in both of these stories, actually, I imagine the interior of that country and western bar that the Blues Brothers play in for where this strip club is. There's literally a cage. And while I'm giving stripper stores, I have a few. I'll give you this last one. 
Usually so it's D that would do this. this one day, one day, <laughs> this may have been the last time. This was, no, this was the last time I was in the Chicago strip club. It had to be, man, this had to be maybe 17 years ago, if not something like that, right? And I don't know if it was Cowboys or Club O. Can't remember which one it was. It was me and my buddy who was up in there. And I remember they had like dollar night uh, to where girls would dance to one song for a dollar. And it was just, just bony ass white girl, right? It was like, is this shit a joke? Cause she came like, she came to us like, oh, we were, cause we were some of the only brothers that was there, right? She came to us and she started dancing. And it's like, I feel like we were laughing. Everybody else was laughing. And I just gave some money to go away. Cause like, don't nobody put you hope. I mean, when I say bony, <laughs> I mean, this girl may have been five, four and weighed about 90 pounds, if that, right? Like no business, no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't body shame. There are strip clubs for girls like that out there. No business in this strip club to say the least, right? <laughs> but this is where it gets really crazy. So we're sitting there kicking it with this dude, right? This white cat, I don't know if he's Italian, seems like it. Just, you know, one of those guys that's uh, just full of life and just like, yeah, some want to bond and shit. It's a bad sister up in there, right? I mean, bad, right? And we actually, we wanted to dance from her. Right. She was like, it was a mix, but I think it made it more white girls and sisters. I can't remember. Come to find out this. I don't know if she was his ex-wife or was his wife. This dude rolls his sleeve up and on his sleeve, he has three to four women who are all strips. He's like, yeah, she's my wife. See, her name's right here. Right. These were my ex-wives and they were all strippers. See, at this point, we knew we didn't want no dance from her because Crazy Man was sitting over here with the, with the chick's name tattooed on his I guess that's why he was sitting by you. <laughs> he owned the place, didn't he? <laughs> he may, you know what, Jason? And, and, and that, that's a good one. Perhaps he did. Listen, if he didn't own the place, he knew the owner, to say the least. I was, was going to say, I was like, was you got three strippers' names tattooed on tattooed your body. On your body. Like, more was, than one of them. But the, the thing is this. He didn't remove them. He just put an X through them or a line through them, right? You would think, you'd be like, I'm getting, I, you won't get her name off of you. He was like, nah, 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 I gotta know my history. Just in case um, I'm memories. <laughs> Give me receipts. Ba- <laughs> just to backtrack as well, how far do you think, what was it, uh, $87,000 as as, worth? No, no, no. It was how far do you 90, think that goes? 97000 no. okay. Listen, it's very, <laughs> I, I'm being honest with you, because one thing too, we are talking about uh, in this article, Food and Drug Administration doesn't generally allow people to bring prescription drugs that are purchased outside the U.S. Or back into the country. Prescription medication manufactured in non-regulated foreign companies often contain dangerous contaminants or ineffective compounds, and though their packaging and labeling can be similar to genuine products, inconsistent ingredients and subpar quality control can endanger the consumer. That was mm-hmm. like yeah. the real. Last time I said, like, shuddy. Listen, to be honest, I'm not even joking. To be honest, and it just now dawns him. He's going to sell these at a gas station. Like, dude, dude, like he's from coming from India. I'm not saying he's Indian, all right, because I don't know if I saw his name in here. Well, I'll go through it real quick. I don't, I don't think I saw his name. I, I think dude has some buddies that may own a couple gas stations to say, yes, yeah. fly to oh, India, yeah. fly to China, grab the cheap pills. There's the cheap pills. Like, mm-hmm. How far does $97,000 go? That's, I'm sorry, I would an amount, <laughs> even for retail. True, true. Facts. I, th- I thought when you were saying we need to backtrack, Ken, what the hell were you thinking? Giving a stripper more money to go away? Also, you you that logic was you flawed. Listen, 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 listen. You would have done that. You this one was get going like because one it was like why'd you just pop up over here like we we thirsty brothers right? 
Like, oh, they go, like, it's just like, nobody wanted you in here, but the brothers are the ones that want you, right? No, we don't <laughs> want you over here. <laughs> so what you're saying is it's go ahead, go ahead, of desperation. Yeah, I really, not. I really hope that's her mindset. Nobody no, wants desperation <laughs> and privilege and privilege because it was like they'll take me, and it was like no, we won't take you. You know, like you keep seeing them, no. like the, 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 the you keep seeing like the memes or whatever, where like it, and I hate to say it, they had that 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 uh the little the little white girl, and she's like uh it, like the top of the picture is like white boy, she's like no, and it's black boy, she, and it was black, and then it popped up and said black boy, she's like yeah, that's what we're in, and then it went through like a black boy was like well since you, he popped up on the screen since you don't love your race. We don't want you here. We 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 delegate you to the Asian community. And the Asian, like, have y'all seen that? It came out like a month ago, and um, it, it, they've they've had other ones, but it was like that to the point where it was basically like, well, since the white guys don't want you here, we're gonna get you to the brothers. It's like, no, we don't, we don't want you. We don't want you either. Like, go, skip out of me. Listen, little one, you need to go and eat a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong. I should, I'm body shame. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's not right. I, I apologize. And just but like the media, she started woman. it. She That's started awesome. it. It'll be different. <laughs> if she started. All right. She kicked it off. With, they can. We reeked of desperation. Nobody made like, you a stripper. <laughs> You're not six off Topanga. <laughs> did, uh, Sydney, if she was Topanga, if she was six, but if she was Topanga. I listen. I don't care if if Boyo right here, right? Was, uh, I was husband say. or not. We was getting to dance that night. That, we, and we discussed. Hey, Topanga, right here on my arm. We discussed. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we should go over to the corner, right? You think we can? We go out to the corner, right? Is he gonna follow us, right? You think he gonna follow us, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe we should just go. Maybe we should just go. That was the last time I had in Chicago uh, been to a, a strip club. I haven't been to a strip club, um, you know, many, 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 many years. And then again, and once you go to a strip club down south, I think it's hard to go to strip clubs up north to a certain degree. Because down south, they're performers. They're not strippers. I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm serious. Like, these girls are just naked, but they are Juilliard trained. <laughs> I've heard you got to go in, as strange as it sounds, uh, obviously, Atlanta. We talked about that a lot. But also Portland. But those really? are the two strip club cities. Yeah. Um, but for different reasons. Because, like, Apparently, people just like start their nights. Like it's very like accepted to like mm -hmm. show up at a strip club. Is like Houston just a, to it's a regular bar. Yeah, that's no yeah, Houston like too. Yeah, but a lot of people said that. When I say a lot of like New York rappers talking about it, that you know initially when they got to Atlanta, they viewed strip clubs as where suckers went. They didn't know the culture was like you just said, Jason. That's just a bar to them. You know what I'm saying? And you know, talking about going back into New York and how it started to permeate to where it wasn't looked at it viewed as being necessarily suck. I think went back, because I was a person like Sydney. I was like, they used to tell my guys, like, man, why are we going to strip club? We ain't got to do nothing with them. We just gonna give them my money. That don't make sense to me, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, then we went to uh, the Skybox, went to the Skybox. My same friend that was with me that I was just talking about this last one. It's like four or five of us, right? I don't even know if we got thrown out or not. I can't remember. I think something made it happen that night. But um, my, we, as soon as we walk in, some girl comes and grabs my buddy by his shirt and pulls him into the champagne room, right? And I remember looking at my other boy and be like, I hope he know he got to pay for that. Because <laughs> mind you, we're, we're like newbies to this, but it was like, I hope he, and then he came out and was like, just shorty danced or whatever to stop. I think he was like, he was about to leave. And she was like, no, nah, that's like $40 or whatever, right? It's like, I hope you know. <laughs> you, you got to pay for that one or whatever. So the first time that I popped my stripper, uh, strip club cherry was at the Skybox out in the Burbs. 
uh, uh, which was it was it was cool. It was expensive. It was cool. But when I went to a uh, strip club in Atlanta, and I went to three to four of them, uh, this one uh, this one trip I took to Atlanta. I'm not joking. When I'm, I'm honestly being honest, this girl did this Michael and Jackson interpretation. And the only thing was she was next. It was, it was, and it was more than just like, you know, cause in some ways, Michael Jackson, you could say may just have like three prominent dance moves. No, no, no. She did a performance. She was just naked. It, but you could tell like she was a trained dancer. You know what I'm saying? But she, she can make a lot of money stripping. You know what I'm saying? So she was stripping, but like, it, and I, this may have been a blue flame. I feel like, um, that we ran or whatever. It was bad. There's a, a newspaper out there, isn't there, with some pseudo name from Ken that uh, he gives little reviews on strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I'm glad you picked up on that too because we've heard you know, the like, ah, I'm trying to remember the name of this place. A couple go of to times the blue before. smoke if you want to just be mesmerized. <laughs> yes, 50 hearts or 50 rows. You heard it here from Davis Kenneth. That would be good. I, listen, I, if I could get away with that, someone would pay me to do that. I would definitely do it. But I, you know what? I haven't. I'm not. A, I'm not a person that frequents strip clubs enough to be a strip club aficionado. You should, no, yeah. I'm, I'm just. Ken I mean, Davis I, I, doesn't. <laughs> but Barry <laughs> Davis does. But nah. I mean, I'm just. Okay, yeah, Ken Brian, Davis. Brian, how many man. times? How many times have you been to the strip club? How many times have you been to the strip club? Ugh, a lot. Damn. See, I can't say that. Probably around been, 10, at least. I haven't been to the strip club 10 times. I've probably been, you know, if I would cap it at 10, but I would say probably it's a little less than 10 times. I mean, are cool. we counting bachelor party? Yeah, we clubs? count. Yes, yes. <laughs> Every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, these don't count, right? <laughs> well, like, I think there's a difference between going to a strip club on a bachelor party versus like, hey, it's Saturday night. Let's go to the strip club. Well, all right. Big difference. This I'm gonna tell you a big difference. One of my buddies, when we were in Atlanta, we went to the strip club in the daytime. Mind you, I've never been to the strip club in the daytime before, uh, right? This is one thing I need to do. Right. I mean, and so and I remember this one dancer, she really wasn't dancing. Uh you could tell she but she I mean, you could tell she can make a lot of money. It, it, it was just a shift. She was like, This is not the money shift or whatever. But uh and this was the this was the strip club where the Get Low video by Little John was shot in, right? It has a, it has a, it has a barbershop in it. <laughs> to Ryan talking about my... Also, when you can get your hair cut, you can get your hair cut there. But a couple of things that stood out to me at the strip. So one, we found out that my buddy frequents the strip club and it, it seems like often in the daytime, right? Uh, which is like, damn, right? Like, bro, you down here living like that or whatever? Um, but I remember that um, this one girl, and I may have told the story before, she grabbed my shirt. I have turned the shirt. She grabbed my shirt with her ass cheeks. Right. I have she, told that story before. She yeah. pulled it. I remember with her ass that cheeks. distinctly. <laughs> and, and you could she could tell she and I know this is gonna listen to that. I'm gonna get your jokes ready. Get your jokes ready. And you could tell she had makeup on her ass cheeks because the makeup was on my shirt now. And I hope it was makeup. <laughs> As opposed uh, to what? <laughs> 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 but no, it was makeup. My shirt didn't smell. Like My shirt didn't smell like poop. But uh, I was at the bar, though. I was at the bar, and this would unfortunately say this. I, I should not be this honest. I should not be this honest. I was at the bar, and I remember the stripper is fondling me. Right? I'm like, this is wild hunting. So they do this shit, mind you. I've never experienced this day of my life. Right? And. She said something to me, something, 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 you know, don't worry about it, something like when he's going. I don't know if she's talking about my friend or the DJ, because the DJ a few times basically is like, hey, y'all, y'all stop that. Now, I don't, he's not just talking to, I don't think to my stripper, he's talking to multiple strippers throughout the club. 
<laughs> but at this point, I said, I, "Hey y'all, hey Sam, do it, man." <laughs> maybe I do understand this strip club culture at this point. <laughs> and at that point, I, I knew I would never. I can't get over the the barber shop. I, I I know it's not true, but I can't not picture somebody getting a lap dance while getting lined up at once. I know that those two things don't work together, but I can't not think that. I, I mean, I'm sure you could. I'm sure. I'm sure you could have a stripper coming there while you're getting cut. But I think it's it's more looked at while I'm here. I can get this done. Also, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I got the library that, on the other side. Just through that. Door. <laughs> I'm not a person that eats food at a strip club, right? But some cats, that's like they. To me, it just seems like I don't. It's a lot. It's a lot of shit going on here. I don't want to. I don't trust the wings up in this spot. That's just me personally. <laughs> right? I don't trust yeah. the wings up in this spot. So, but some people would swear. Look, look at Lemon Pepper Lou. Some people swear by uh, some 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 <laughs> yes. strip club wings. You know what I'm saying? So you, you how quickly you forget Lemon Pepper Lou? Lemon Pepper Lou. But I never just want to have sticky hands while <laughs> naked women. <laughs> 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 like, I know what you're missing That limit the ball on that girl's ass. I don't, I'm not in the strip. I'd say I'm not in the strip club fondling ladies. I'll, I've been fondled in the strip club. I have never, I've never fondled someone um, in the strip. I think if a stripper put my hand on her, but I've never. I, I always give somebody their agency. When it, I'm really big on that, like where, like I don't feel like just because you're a stripper, you should be treated any other way. I'm not the type of dude either that disrespectfully throws the money, like throws it in your face. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> like I was like, why are you here if you have that much hate towards these ladies? Yeah. <laughs> true, but true story. Why are you there? Real quick, Jason, have, have you been to a strip club before? One time. One time. All right. Was it for a bachelor party? No. No. See, like a man, Jason goes to a strip yeah. club like a man. No, he no, doesn't no. have excuses. I was literally well, like, I do too. Twenty six, twenty seven, and it had come up that it was my birthday party, and I'd never been to a strip club before. And so I'm, the people I was with were like, "Well, this it's kind of over now, but the strip club's still open." And I was just trying. I was like, "I, I guess so. I could have done this eight years ago. I'll do it today." And yeah, I went, and it's the totally the most me thing ever. I got the lap dance, and it turned out that the girl had a PhD in political or a MA in political science, and I was like, "I can make more money stripping." And I was like. Interesting. Mm. I was like, cool. Who doesn't really? love the strip clubs? It's an adventure every time you go. <laughs> he's the guy, <laughs> now especially since he lives out of the state, he's the guy that I imagine showing up for the buffet at Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, see, I don't know who on your screen, Jason's below me. On my screen is Sydney Brown. Oh, oh no, Sydney, no. You, I, it looked like you were pointing to Ryan. When, Sydney uh, doesn't. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney doesn't believe in going to the strip club because he's gonna leave with one of them jump chicks. <laughs> you come home with me. What? You Ryan. Heard me. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Ryan, what are your thoughts on the buffet at the strip club? I gotta do it sometime. Whoa. And well, fuck the Rona. Just before the Rona, I wouldn't eat it. But after the Rona, you still gonna eat the okay, brother. You do you. Actually, uh, this whole time we've been talking about strip clubs and going out culture. I've been thinking about this. And this is since you mentioned coronavirus, this is a perfect time to bring it up. Do we think that actually, since people are still gonna want to do do that, that that will be more prevalent in other cities because a lot of other bars will have not stayed open, will have closed. Mm. A lot of venues will close, but the strip club will have been sustained. Do you think it's going to be a bigger part of society? God willing, Jason. <laughs> you know what? I, I think it depends on this. That's an interesting question. I think one, it depends on the state, 
but also the proximity. I mean, like, are you shutting down a champagne room? Are there any private dances? Because that alone can lead to someone catching the virus from, I mean, if you think you get one stripper in there with the virus, I mean, one in the locker room, she can spread to all the other <laughs> girls, but she can, you know, light that, that whole place up. Um, but I know, you know, and I'm, I mean, I, I would say that one day we should go. I know that was one of the things when D was still a part of the show, we talked about when he wanted to get Sydney and uh, Tony to go. Uh, uh, Sydney, are you, you still willing, you're not willing to go to a strip club? Yeah. <laughs> But if you take Tony, I'll go just to film Tony. Oh, Tony, Lo- Tony, love you, Tony. I know you're listening, but what, what, if you take Tony, take- I'll go just to get some film. Since it takes so long for us to Hell, do a you thing, can't film in there, bro. We I'll feel Tony get his first date. Sydney Brown <laughs> production. Two birds. <laughs> Two birds with one stone. This is my thought. Since it's Shake so hard for us to all the schedule. Socks game. Followed by the strip club. Mm, with with Tony. Uh, Socks get the strip club. We did we need to do that. But we gotta find a real like I don't know who see one, I feel like driving out to to fucking Fort Heights or someplace crazy. Uh but we gotta find a, a good one uh where they really dance dance. You know what I'm saying? Dance, 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 dance. We gotta find a good one where they get to but we should have a mail trip. Also uh, for everybody on the text thread, anybody plans on uh, going to what's that Tutalum with, with D? Y'all plan Tulum, on taking that? Tr- yeah, Tulum, taking the trip to Tulum uh, next year, twenty twenty five. Yeah, I think he's gonna postpone this again. <laughs> Shit, D going to Tulum? You better watch. He's gonna be working out now. He'd be working out. I'm gonna be up at the damn and chilling out. Cigar man. in his hand on the beach. Please, you crazy? You think I'm gonna go down there to work in some third world uh, gym? <laughs> <laughs> you crazy as hell like I'm, I'm good I'm good I'm good but yeah anyway we always appreciate it uh, always make sure you, you check out Sydney on Second City Sports and also his writings when we are reading radio uh, we will continue and to apparently on the black market with stripper videos <laughs> exactly Sydney <laughs> Brown Productions smutty first the whole shopping board network <laughs> <laughs> you want another dollar for you want another dollar uh, we always appreciate it. Uh, listen, don't do anything stupid before you hear from us again. Sydney? We go. The flip. <laughs>